episode one. We're doing this. We're, should we do this? Let's no, do this. we shouldn't do this. Hey, you know what? We're gonna do it. Let's do it. Let's have a chat. Let's chat about. Let's talk about that. Let's um, you know, um, <laughs> I can't say what I was gonna say because I thought about it before I said it. <laughs> have you ever done that? <laughs> oh, and you're yeah. like, no, that's not gonna sound right. <laughs> episode one. <laughs> episode one of what? This is like episode six or seven. I was trying to. Th- I couldn't remember the name of the first Star Wars movie. Oh, Empire the Phantom Strikes. Menace. Is that what it? Oh, oh, episode one. one. Oh, yeah. Me- I'm okay. under thirty, man. That's episode. One. <laughs> <laughs> you old oh, people are man. thinking episode one. That's Star Wars, right? <laughs> no, that's episode four. Man, look at you. How many Come people on, are being raised right now that are going to think episode one is number They're like, seven? Why did the uh, the action go backwards like the CG stuff. <laughs> Why is it getting worse as the series That's moves forward? That's what I thought when I was growing up. And now, oh, you know, man. they're going to watch six or seven, eight, nine, and they're thinking, man, these movies are really out of whack right now. <laughs> oh, they're equipment, I bro. did see yesterday uh, they're making a new Kingsman, but it's a prequel. Did you? It's like about how the Kingsman you came like into it. You like Kingsman. I know. I, I, I love Kingsman. I just didn't dig it that much. Well, this one doesn't look funny in the least bit. Like, it's like an actual serious kind of more war, war-oriented war kind of movie. But anyway, hmm. it is what it is. I, I wanted to drop that news on you. Caitlin didn't give me the reaction I wanted when I told her that. Did I give you the reaction you wanted? No. <laughs> Which leads us into our talk on expectations. <laughs> That is. Hey, we got feedback this week. I think we had we four did. different people. Well, I, I had four. We had I had some two. Dual. Well, I mean, some you, of those yeah, were yeah. shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. had one person come up to us and say, I don't have any feedback for you, and then proceeded to tell us about 10 minutes worth of feedback. <laughs> and and now that I think of this, and now that I think of this. It was Talking great. about you, Mandalay. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that was the most feedback we got was actually the person who said they're not Nick, giving us any. Feedback. No, 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 oh. I, no. I got, I got lost uh, some from Chris and Sarah. There you go, Tony. I got some from Tony. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah, we can we can call out Mandy because she's been on the podcast. Yeah. She's a she's a part of it. Um. Oh. Um. Uh. Melissa. Oh. Yeah. Some of the feedback was, I don't need to give you feedback. I just like it. Yeah. Oh, who That's else good. was that? Um, man, a couple other people and their feedback was just, you're doing great. Stop it. Stop acting like you need something. It's just really great. Just keep it going. It's really good. I love it. You know what? No more feedback. You've been cut off friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know what we should do? We should do a segment where we answer mail. So if you have questions that you'd want answered, just send them in and we'll answer them. Like snail mail? Yeah, we'll answer it on the air. Okay. You've got to find our address, and you've got to mail it to us. <laughs> <laughs> or or an electronic mail. Okay. We'll do some question and answers. Yeah. That could be fun, right? Uh, could be. No. <laughs> could be. There's, could. there's the possibility of, have to make of like fun. The, hold on. And like a piece of paper. Okay. Terry from Concord writes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do like the like your opening. <laughs> oh, I ripped my paper. <laughs> yeah, that, was it worth it, Larry? Yeah, actually, it was. The sound effect was exact. The sound effect. The sound was exactly effect. what I was looking for. Hey, welcome to the show, uh, where we this tackle is showy. where we tackle your uh, your concerns, your feedback. Uh, 
Okay, here here's the one bit of the feedback that uh, Mandalay. Mandalay. Uh, we're using nicknames now. We have to talk about all yeah, people yeah, nicknames. Yeah. Um, Gabe, which is, why would we do a separate podcast? Like a separate season topic Series thing. season yeah. on different topics um, and not just do that on a Sunday and mm. review it. It's good feedback. Yeah. And what did, we even said, well, maybe we'll do a special one before it's ready for weekends. Mm-hmm. The other one was, um, let's see, feedback was, hey, give us some of the actual community group questions oh, yeah. for those of us who aren't in a community group or can't be in a community group at this time. And maybe you guys can actually just answer those questions yourself and treat it like it's a little community group. Could do that. And then uh, another one was like, hey, let's tackle the topic. Um, this was great of, can we talk about more about the Trinity or how you hear from God uh, the Holy Spirit, some of those t- more theological, mm-hmm. in-depth, spiritual realm types of um, conversations, which it's would great. be fun as well. And yeah, the I feel last like we, season, we played we played around that a little bit. I feel like yeah, last season. Last season, we also had the suffering topic that kept uh, surfacing, and we never spent an amount of time unpacking it correctly i think we just kind of kept referencing it and so i remember we talked about maybe we should do a whole episode on this just to um give an extensive word on it as opposed to just keep coming back to it in our episodes whenever it was relevant yeah Um, because it was kind of a topic of last season summarizing that is suffering is uncomfortable (laughs) but it produces something beautiful and that was the episode. If it's not on growing, it's dying. If it's not growing, it's dying. Get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> well, we're dying. You've reached that age where you're beginning to where die. I'm now. dying. Yeah, because you're done growing. I don't know, man. I mean, your brain's still gonna grow. I feel I'm, like my belly I think technically. Is <laughs> well, in your ears and your nose, <laughs> yeah. those things, and your oh, nails. Please don't let my nose grow anymore. Jeez, <laughs> it's gonna happen, dude. It's gonna happen. That Jewish heritage. Two percent. Two percent Jewish. Two percent. Shalom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Hey, well, we're glad you're here this week. We have kicked off a new series. Man, that's what we need. A sound effects board. Because right there I wanted to make the sound of like a kickball. But anyway, sorry. Kicking the ball forward. <laughs> we have kicked off a new series. I don't know how to do a kickball. <laughs> That was mine. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Well, that's like the kickball sound. Is it? I guess. Yeah, it's more like a. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nope, it's not it. That's not it at all. Nope. nope. Go ahead, your shot. I've taken two shots at it. We have launched a new series. (laughs) Ted. Nine. No, this is bad. <laughs> People are turning it off now. They're they're they're, starting, they're they're hitting the fifteen second forward button. We have a. <laughs> How many of you are actually listening to us now at one and a half time? Yeah, I. Are we talking very fast? Yeah, we're talking very. Oh, if we talk really, really fast, then they. Oh, that's. Yeah, great. this last week we talked about people in process, and we had made a double. I feel like I need to tell them too. Uh, for those of y'all who are still listening, that sound effect was actually really Larry and I making that with our mouth. That was not together. Yeah, that wasn't a, a sound. It was machine. a launch. That yeah. was really us. We're that good at sound effects. Rocket sounds. Yeah. Launching anyway, sounds. Had to get that off my chest. I was afraid we weren't going to get the credit that was due. Um, but. <laughs> 
we've kicked off Typical a new series. Typical artist trying to feed his ego. I'm an Enneagram four. <laughs> Let's just own it. Well, maybe we should do a series on that. Not I'd have that. to actually study that. But, yeah. yeah. All this. The Christian horoscope called the Enneagram. You just made a lot of millennials and Jesse mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. A true follower of the uh, Enneagram giggles at that one because they know there's truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just people giggle at the Jesse comment. Which is? Is he a millennial? Those glasses dictate nope. differently. <clears throat> Those glasses dictate. Has he worn them in Benicia yet? Yes, he did. Yeah, his first, that was the first week he had. Man, I do need to get on his subscription, though. That is, Or whatever it is. He gets glasses so cheap. That's well, how he gets Zinni. to keep, yeah, there you go. To keep hey, changing his face. We didn't get paid by them, but th- that's, they are cheap. Zinni Optical. Yeah, the problem is, is they don't make them wide enough for my big old head. Yeah. Yep. And my that head, would probably be the problem like for my nose. head. It's too narrow. Yeah. So, well, I'm Wait, glad no, he found something. There's not a problem with that. Like, normal things fit you. Uh, I'm surprised the Northgate hat fits me. It fits you? Yeah. I'm very surprised. Why? Usually hats don't fit my head. It I have fits to... my kids. <laughs> That's why it fits me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, some of my kids' heads are bigger than yours. They we've definitely just, We've discovered are. this we have. with hats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, hats. Anyway, <laughs> and pick up your Northgate hat this Sunday and uh, wear around town. Yeah. Mm, keep the sun on your eye. Fantastic. It rained this morning. Don't do your hair. That was fun. All right. So let's hop in. Let's hop on in. We kicked off People in Process this week. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You confuse a lot we of using people. Why the word fantastic? I think it was fantastic. That's one thing. I, I You know, side note real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> let me get off topic real quick. Let's jump in and, and quickly get off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wheel of adjectives we seem to use around this place is This is just in life. Absurd. This isn't just Northgate. No, I mean, here's one funny thing, right? We don't do, which maybe we should, by the way. I've actually given some more thought to this and doing like a Thursday preview service. That's just internal. <laughs> you keep, oh, an internal service? Yeah, so I can go over the message. We can go over what oh, we're doing, yeah, yeah. you know, slides, all that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm which then maybe would turn into a Thursday night service. Oh. You are still on that again. Yeah, for sure. Let's take a poll. Would you come to a Thursday night service oh, instead of a Sunday is another option. So we would have Sunday services and Thursday night services. If this goes like the way we've been getting feedback, I'm, I feel confident. We might get the most feedback we've ever service. gotten. Then you get the weekend yourself. Do, do your That's weekend. That's terrible. No. no way. Are you kidding me? Okay, anyways. Side no note. one has heard. The, I'm going to give only one example. No one has heard my message. No one has listened to it. I haven't presented it to anybody else. But after the end of generous giving time, it's typically, all right, Larry has a fantastic message for us. He has a really great, this is an awesome message. And I'm like, how do you know these I things? I do not say those things you about do. your message. Can we play back right now? Hold on. Let's <laughs> pause. We're going to pause right now and listen to this clip. Because <laughs> remember, we're clipping in stuff now. Oh, I got to go track that down now. Yeah. No, you can find a bunch of weeks. I, you know, maybe I'll take some time. Why well, I, I I can't get to it all, or if I can get to that part, I can get to weeks of just like. I'd probably say fantastic. I don't say awesome. Mm. I might say great. Yeah. But let me tell you what I'm doing when I say that. Okay. I'm 
Is this like the secret? I'm raising the bar it's for what you're about to go do. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't live up to that, that's uh, on you. Uh, it's just we do it all, a lot of the, with a lot of stuff. And culturally. I'm this not just weekend, talking about here. This but. weekend in Generous Giving, I'm going to say. And Larry's here. His message could go either way. So let's tune in and see what happens. <laughs> well, how about just I actually do old, want to do that this Sunday. <laughs> how about a, how about a, just a plain old, man, we're glad you're here. Because I think you are. We are. We, we're genu- genuinely glad that I love people came to the room. I love being in community. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. Um, is just seeing people and being in community, right? But just saying like, hey, here's some announcements. Because that's exactly what it is. Instead of being like, we got some great announcements. Like, it's awesome. Or like, I definitely ah, don't say that either. Well, we do a lot of this too. Like, oh, today's a good day. And you're like, some people are like, no, actually, it's not. It's not. But I'm here. And I'm going to figure out the goodness in that. That's cool. Today's a good day because you're here. Now, at the same time, I'm not trying to swing all the way left and say, like, we should never be positive. Yeah, and it sounds happy. like pessimistic Larry over here no, is trying no, to I'm, down I'm the I'm usually room. a glass is half full kind of guy. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, we've just gotten a little obnoxious with the wheel of adjectives we spin. I, I like to use the word fantastic a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a big. What is that? It's just. I like it more than awesome. Weighted praise, my friend. Use it. It has power when you use it in the The reason moments. I like fantastic is because of the roots of fantastical. So I liked, you know, like if you talked about how lunch was fantastic every day, but it just wasn't. But every once in a while you have like a meal that's like, that was fantastic. That's weighty. I would, I'm very specific how I describe my food. So I would rarely describe my lunches as fantastic. But you being in the room, it's fantastic. That's great stuff. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Look, don't steal. Don't take my words from me, Larry. No, no, no. I'm just saying let's 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 weight them down a little. I'm bit. I'm trying to think of a word I could use that's just middle ground. For what? Just welcome to Northgate. It's apparent you are here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm observing. It's your company. It is so evident that you're in this room right now. How about how about we just say things like, um, "Hey, I'm John. I'm doing good. Hope you're doing good too." Or if I'm I, not doing good that week, I have to say, "I'm doing bad." You know what? I let's, hope you're doing good. Let's let's be a little vulnerable. Hey, I'm John. I got up. I'm here today, and uh, I'm just glad I get to be here. I made that decision to come here. Mm. Now well, this is outside of decision making. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to feed your family. <laughs> yeah, this isn't my decision. Not always. I'm just kidding. Well, just kidding. sometimes you can get up and say, and sometimes it's tough and to get into being community because you're just like, mm. I just don't want to be here. I mean, we, it's just, you know. You're giving me a lot to sides. chew on right now. There's two sides of it. I mean, let's but be push comes to shove. Authentic. I'm probably going to say fantastic this week. I, I know. And it's okay. <laughs> it's just going to be what it is. I mean, there's just authenticity. And I'm, it's just what it is. It's okay. See, it's just okay. And it's okay to be Welcome okay. Welcome to Northgate. It's pretty okay that you're here. I mean, it's better than okay. I mean, I'm proud of you. For it's for some people, okay. they're like, oh, man, this is my favorite part of the weekend. It's so good. Some people are like, I barely made it here, and we almost turned around on the way. How many weeks do you almost turn around? I don't even know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Can't do it today. Look, you've given me a lot of feedback, Here, which is appreciated you because be I want real. feedback. There's weekends that I don't necessarily want to get up and come in. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want... This Sunday, actually, was one of them for me. I didn't want to be here. Yeah. I was really tired. 
Sure. My throat really hurt. It was really scratchy. Yeah, I saw you looking for cough drops. All morning. And, and you were drinking weird like yep. voodoo oil stuff. Voodoo oils and everything I looked for on Sunday, just I couldn't find it. But you know what? It was hey, a great Sunday. It was a great Sunday. And you know, it was a great. It was a fantastic Sunday. It was a it was a really wonderful worship experience it in was. my opinion. It <laughs> there's just some of those weekends in the room, like when the room just feels more vibrant and like um, worshipful, like because of the voices you can hear. Mm-hmm. And that was wonderful. I'm not just saying this. That is a hundred percent accurate in my entire experience of worship leading. The Sundays that I want to be there the least. And usually it's when my throat is sore or it's stuff like that. And I do think I've thought into this a lot. I think it's also, I stepped away from the microphone. You're going to get spiritual on this right now. Yeah, man. I step away from the microphone a lot when my throat hurts. I stepped away a lot on Sunday and let a lot of people sing. And I think people step up into that when I'm not just the one singing, but I'm like, no, no. It's the whole leading. Exactly. You don't keep just doing the things you make But there is a spiritual aspect of it. Also, because I'm leaning in so much harder on those weeks, like my throat was hurting since last Monday. So I knew this is going to be a rough one. I need, and it's, it's kind of sad that those are the ones like, Oh, I need you this time. God, I got most weekends when I'm singing, but this one, I can't, I can't get my voice together. So can you do something powerful in the room? Mm -hmm. And we pray a lot about it all week long, but there is just a more, uh, intentionality and like i, I the, need you i get the same things uh sometimes that I, I have some friends who are always here have been here for years have heard me give messages for years <clears throat> and knows me well during the week so knows kind of my rhythms yeah and uh it's funny consistently they tell me that um they enjoy the weeks they see me under the most stress mm. with either life or work where i'm just like squished for time because they always feel like it's my best messages yep Cause it's way less of me. And you gave me that God. feedback too. Like a couple yeah. months ago, it was like at the end of, it was like January or something. Yeah. But you gave me that feedback. Yeah. It was the most real. I think you said something yeah. like that raw, maybe same, same thing, same with, thing with, with, with worship and stuff. And, and that's not to say that we shouldn't bring our best and be prepared. Right. But it's that, um, it's yeah. Let me tie this in with people in process too, because there's another side of that for me as well. <clears throat> So a lot of what we talked about owning our messes and uh, acknowledging, really, you are a messy person, not to kind of glorify your mess and say, hey, this is great. We're all messy together. But to say, like, I loved the language of the law is this mirror, like l- recognizing that you're yeah. under something. It wasn't as much about a mess as it was like, hey, we've all fallen short. We're yeah. all not meeting exactly. a standard that is set up in front of us. That's perfection. And the power that I see through my own expression of my gifts, for me, it's worship leading or teaching or whatever it is. The expression of those gifts is so much more powerful in the weeks when I am so much more aware of my mess or my sin, whatever the word you want to call it. There's a brokenness that goes into it where you say, man, I, I am just a broken sinner who needs the grace of God in my life. And I would not be here without it. And there's a power in acknowledging that where God is like, yes, in your weakness, I am strong. I can work through this vessel. There's not a lot of arrogance and layers I'm having to sift through right now because yeah. you're so broken and, and just laying here yeah. before me. That's that whole, you just got to bring a little bit and he'll do the rest. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that there's a relevance in what you were saying even uh, with the worship being what it was this week, which was fun and, and just really encouraging with where I've been on my own journey for like five or six years of when I see God do that in that process that, that we're in. So this week, People in Process, we kicked it off. This is the first uh, sermon of the series. 
um, you <clears throat> you were extremely philosophical, heady, intellectual, whatever the word you want to use. I think my feedback for you after the first service was like, man, can I have a breath of air somewhere in this? By the time you're confronting the law and our messes, then you get into C.S. Lewis, which no one can understand. And, uh, <laughs> so it's fun. Oddly enough, we didn't even cover that much. No, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> but uh, the way that it, it seemed like it maybe if you're listening and you're in the room this week, maybe you felt like this too. It felt like you were forming a uh, an idea, a case or something. So the way my mind works is mm-hmm. like I'm in this ball right now that you're forming around me of information and you're trying to make it clear, like I'm seeing all of this. Okay, now I have to put this together to, to walk forward in the next series. So it does involve a lot of wrestling as you move forward in your week uh, to get to the weeks two, three, four, five of people in process. But we have to first grasp this idea that you were talking about, um, owning our mess, acknowledging your mess so that you can, like a mirror, you can see why you need Jesus and how you can have more grace for other people. Yeah. Yeah, so we talked through Romans 3, mm-hmm. the law. Man, mm-hmm. you did a clean job on that, I thought. Oh. It's a tricky thing to talk about today. The law itself or just laws in general? In their... The law itself. Yeah. The uh, Biblical law. This is what I thought about on the way in, because I, I was listening to uh, Pastor Kayla's message. Uh, it has nothing to do with people in process. But we know it does. Well, it kind of does. Oh, oh, oh no, it was about what the your law. thought. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not listening to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that we're under this law in in uh, in America, and that we've as humans, the things that we do on our own are exactly what God did, and we don't recognize like. We create society and we put laws over them so that we live correctly. Like that's exactly what God did with us. Yeah. And we're like, well, I don't want a God. I, God's not going to tell me how to live my life, but I'm going to do everything the same way that He did. I'm going to be God. I don't know. It's kind of like a that's an interesting thought. Look in my at mind. look at media and politics and all that kind of stuff right now. And I know we don't talk much about that stuff on here, or we try not to. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's all just debating the standards in which we're holding one another to and that who's doing it well and who's doing it better. Right. With, uh, opposing opinions on that, which is really what I was pointing at in that there's a purpose stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Overall that there's a purpose to that, which Mm -hmm. is what Paul was talking about. Like, Hey, there's everyone is under a law, Mm -hmm. um, period, just in general, that's the way God created you. And that it actually has a purpose that you would be conscious of your imperfection, specifically your sin. That's yeah. what we talked about, that you'd yeah, be yeah. conscious of your sin. Now, there's something that we didn't talk about uh, that much that we actually do in response with that, which is what we're going to tease out over the next four weeks. Mm. But setting up that idea of, not even this idea, it's really something we all know. I don't think a lot of us have just put understanding and clarity to it, that there's a a purpose behind it, or at least Paul was explaining in a very academic, articulate way, especially in that culture with Roman and Roman law and rule and authority, that was speaking right to their language. I mean, this was in the courts of Rome where he's talking to, you know, a place that's been full of mythology and democracy and, you know, long before its fall, uh, which is a whole nother conversation in itself. And before it became Christian, mm. 
um, but explaining and to a group of people that completely understood what it looked like to be submissive under a law and the ramifications of breaking it and that the purpose of the law was really to acknowledge that there's a God, that yeah. there's a, something bigger as far as human beings, as far as us being created in his image um, that, that has a purpose, which isn't just to show you constantly where to adjust, but first of all, to recognize um, that you do sit under something that's way bigger than you. And ultimately that's where we landed to that. As in Paul said that you become conscious to your sin, but you're also accountable mm. for the decisions that we make um, the sin that takes place, you know, when we do break the law. Totally. And that, that line that you used every service, you had said it to us on like Monday or Tuesday last week saying, uh, acknowledging that nobody's perfect means there's a perfect that nobody is. Like, that's a simple idea, but it, there's so much depth in that. Sure. Like the weight of that then, well, it's also freeing, you know, oh, okay, then I'm not perfect, but there is. Yeah. A lot of churches, we all kind of use the same language and, you know, humanity does to a degree, some of it for excuses, honestly, yeah, like yeah. it's a get out free pass or don't bother me. But there's another line out there that a lot of churches use of, which is it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. But sort God of loves idea. you too much to leave you that way. You know, that's the way you finish that. <laughs> Most of it's just like, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Which then goes into this whole rescue aspect, which is what exactly he came to do to seek and save what was lost. And yeah. we're actually going to jump in this weekend on the John 17 stuff, mm. um, which is that it didn't come to condemn the world, yeah, um, but to rescue it. So there is this mess, sin, brokenness, because we don't meet the standard, can't attain nor maintain the standard. Yeah. And so there's a response that God gives us under the law. It doesn't yeah. change the law. He just creates the solution. So acknowledging <clears throat> that we are messy people, acknowledging that we are, are sinners, again, that's a tough thing. Well, uh, real quick, I feel like, oh, messy sorry. people. I mean, you can dig into that a little bit more because yeah. we were actually just talking about this, that the word messy can kind of seem like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Like, oh, we're all kind of messy or sinners. Like mm -hmm. we even talked about just a minute ago how to a degree, maybe it's lost some of its impact. The word sin, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. we're just, it's that whole idea of like, there's nobody's perfect. It's that I'm church word for you're a failure. Yeah. yeah. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like it says, it's just how it is, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That, that messiness, even, even as you were just kind of looking forward to, to when Jesus comes on the scene and, and what I've been thinking about these last few weeks is just the friend of sinners. Like, friendship with, broke it like the worst people out there like friendship with them not just that he associated with them not just that he would give them change if he saw them or he would say oh you can come to church because we have a place that's that's welcoming of you but you're gonna we we have that that goal for you to clean your life up but but to actually go to where they are because you used the line too this weekend um the mess that brings us together is the mess that brought him to us mm -hmm. yeah it's he was a friend of these people. And in the culture today, we all know this. This is why it's so hard for us to acknowledge our messes unless it's in a cute way that we're a hot mess um, or what a beautiful disaster is that we, the words you use. An attractive disaster. Attractive disaster. Even, even acknowledging our messes, we can't do it in culture because you have to be put together. 
it's okay to acknowledge the cute messes. And I think maybe that's what we were talking about because when we say messy, the way that culture has shaped my brain in that is a mess is something that you can poke at that's not actually wrong. It's just like, mm, maybe get it together a little bit more. Maybe don't wear it a dirty t-shirt to work. Maybe wear like some clean clothes, stuff like that. Yeah. Those are what I would consider messy. But wait, you're debating the option of wearing clean clothes. Like maybe wear clean clothes. Well, like, uh, also let's, let's throw it back with what Kayla described it as when she yeah. was talking about hot mess. Yeah. She's like, it's seven o'clock and you have a seven ten class. So you have to roll out of bed and get to class and you're a hot mess today. Like those are the messiness that we sure. think of in life. Whereas the messiness you were really talking about and Kayla too, uh, the messiness that we find in the Bible, which they were the language there is sin would be the messiness of, of, of habitual sin, alcoholism, the messiness of abusive relationships, the messiness of addiction to, to well, go to the other, things. go to the, go to the ones that aren't as talked about as much. Like we've briefly mentioned of gossip. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Or greed, yeah. selfishness, yeah. you know, like pride, the, pride. Yes. Yeah. The things that we think, mm. right. Like our, the reigning the, your thoughts captive, not man, just letting yeah. it go away. Yeah. Slothfulness. Yeah. Like all of those go back to our January, uh, seven deadly sin series. Yeah. Kill the spider. Um, Oh, go in, go into those pieces. Um, you know, cause, cause it's easy to go like, Oh yeah. You know, like those are the messes of the world. Yeah. Like alcoholism and yeah. addiction. And no, those are big deals. They're and big smoking's deals, yeah. a big deal. Cause it hurts you. And like all of those things, those are all big deals, but Let's get to the thing that goes, that's going to shut you up. Yes. <laughs> that goes like, oh, like that's, that's yeah. me. Because I know how I felt and I thought. But, and, but what I like about where we're going to go in this series and, and even what you were saying about, it's just that idea that, that Jesus is not scared of that the way that we are, that we're afraid of our own messes because we've put Jesus in this position of a leader in our world today. Like we, we almost look at him as like our parents want us to be better than we are. Like our boss wants us to be better. Our spouse wants us to be better than we are. And, and not that Jesus doesn't want us to walk out of this life, but he's not afraid to get in that with you to help you get there. Cause he understands you're not going to get out of that on your own. Cause none of us can, we're not good enough to ever get out of our messes, which is there's freedom in that of, of like, we're here. Like, so even using your language for Sunday, of we're all in this together. We're all messy people together. We're all people in process. Jesus is, is also here, meeting us here. And mm -hmm. he's the one that's pulling people out of these messes to take these next steps and, and, and to find healing. Right. Well, he's the only one who can do that work. Exactly. Yeah. This is my chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like two lunch ladies arguing outside in the hall. That's what it sounded like with... <laughs> what? I don't even understand that. If you if you know a lunch lady, you understand. Anyway, well, a letter from. Uh, <laughs> this is like Tiffany, a lunch, a lunch lady. lady in Vallejo. <laughs> that you were she going, writes. We were both going the same place. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So there, this this case you were forming this week um, was really great, and I I wonder if there's a way even to maybe this isn't necessary is there a summer a sum a summation of of what we talked about other than just like we're all in this together a little bit more of an elaborative summation yeah i mean well we we just need to recognize that it has purpose to it like okay. the law or 
becoming conscious. So Romans 3.20, that's where it says, Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sins. So that's its whole purpose. But in reality, it's reminding us when we become conscious of our sin, of our imperfection, because we just live through it. We don't want to, we hate it when someone throws it in our face and be like, you're a gossiper Mm. or you did this wrong or you lied to me or you didn't show up on time. Or, I mean, I'm picking really light things. It could be much more extreme, but that bugs us deep to our core because there is a standard of perfection in which we are striving for, um, to be in healthy relationships with others, but to be in healthy relationship with God as we should be. But that, um, the, the, the law and us falling short of that reminds us and makes us conscious of our brokenness and our sin and our need to rectify that, which we constantly, if you dive into this and I talked about this like really briefly, but you know, if you read through scripture and even like, as we talk about in this podcast every single week, how we can challenge ourselves and grow and take a next step and be a disciple and a follower of Jesus um, we often talk about how we constantly fall short, right? And we learn over and over and over again of like, oh, I messed up with that situation. Up, oh, I didn't do that good enough. Up, oh, I'm not there yet, right? But that we know that there's a there that we want to be. And the sad part is, is for a lot of us, it's the same things over and over and over again. So like to use the example you just brought up, for some people it is an addiction, and it's over and over and it doesn't play out into something other than an addiction. For some people, it is gossip. Like, golly, how am I finding myself sitting here again gossiping? But mm-hmm. the same, like, I told myself I wasn't going to do this anymore. Or, golly, how do I find myself just sitting here again, toiling and chasing after this, right? Um, so it, it, uh, that's, that becomes the, the part that is heartbreaking. But if we can understand its purpose then there's actually like story to it rather mm. than it just being the end. Yeah. That was a little heavy maybe, but you lost get, me you again. Get, just no, like some- stop. <laughs> I mean, the, this, this, the simple part of it, if you want to like simplify the whole thing is that we all know what, for the most part, we all know what right and wrong is. Mm-hmm. We were born with that. Yeah. You didn't get taught. Like, you know, you know, that's why there's a conscious in us. Yeah. You see it from a little child and you're yeah. like, no one even taught you to lie like yeah. that or to hide with guilt and shame. And that comes from the very beginning of the break, right? With Adam and Eve, it goes all the way back there. So we know what a healthy relationship should look like. We know what, um, uh, how to behave, uh, in places and spaces that we're in. We know how we should respond to someone in truth and love and grace, right? Rather than the ways that we respond. So that actually helps us recognize where we are broken and we have fallen short and we're conscious of our sin because we're not where we know we should be, which is why I pointed at the C.S. Lewis stuff because he just writes it well yeah, and puts it in that same perspective, painting the big picture of there's something, I mean, for those of the, for those of us who don't know or believe or aren't sure, I mean, he was an atheist um, beforehand. He, mm-hmm. you know, he wrote the crazy wardrobe books. Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> he was um, really into closets. I don't know. It was crazy. But that's actually where he found God to understand that there is something bigger. Yeah. And that that carries the standard and that we were made in that image 
you know, that, um, that we fall under that, um, we're not meeting that expectation and we're all carry, we all carry the exact same standard. It's crazy too, like to bring up expectations like you just did. Uh, we are aware when we can't meet other people's expectations and yet we put them on other people according because that was the C.S. Lewis stuff. We according to how we're upholding or you're not upholding whatever laws we've now put in this situation until we break the law and then we need to lower the expectations of what can be fulfilled in this law. But then as the end, you know, you're talking about well, that was where we walked to with our awareness. We actually need to become aware that there's something outside of us, which is God. Yes. That we're actually accountable to. And that's what Paul was referencing. Yeah. Hey, once you become aware, you're under, we're all under this law mm. and you become conscious of your sin. There's accountability and everyone, all the world, everyone everywhere is actually held accountable mm. to God for the lack of, yes. for the brokenness. Yeah. Yeah. And, but so you even close it with, you know, because of this brokenness, this, this messiness, you know, we, we walk in grace. This is an awareness that we're all in this together. We're all the same. We're all broken, but walking with grace, which is where Paul was setting up his case. I mean, that was early on. That's why, um, if you've, those of you listening are familiar with the Romans road, Mm. this is right in the midst of Romans road where Paul is casting a case of the gospel of who Christ was. And he's using this to set it up to a very articulate, educated group of people Mm -hmm. that just telling them like, Hey, you need hope in your hopelessness, right? These weren't people that were missing hope. If anything, they were a more affluent culture. Um, They didn't see necessarily a need for Jesus, which is you might find yourself out there. have a lot of friends out there. So he's essentially saying, no, 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 no. Look at the big picture is, there's more to this than just like you're in a difficult season because these people may have not found themselves in a difficult season going, I just need something. I'm at the dead end. Yeah. They just weren't. No. Yeah. This is the be all things to all people. Like this kind of with a conversation we were having earlier of looking at the letters that Paul wrote in the New Testament and how he's writing to each different city, church, like different place. Everyone well, and, has and, and, and now he simplifies it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're like milk with a baby." Yeah. Let me explain it in a way that you're yeah. going to get it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's where different expressions of the body of Christ, different churches are equipped for different areas because they're. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different thing, but it made me uh, think about it. That's cool. Yeah. Full circle without you guys even knowing it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we just talked about this a minute ago, but to talk to you guys a little bit about, it, I mean, where we're going is the solution-oriented piece, but. The heavier word that we started discussing, in my opinion, is actually repentance and the understanding yeah. what repentance is. The heavier word, is. full circle, saying uh, we had a conversation about messiness versus sin and which word actually has more weight and is messiness letting people off the hook because it's like, oh, I'm a hot mess, but is sin kind of lost its weight in the church today because it's just this token word that we throw around to say you're a bad yeah, person. Yeah, we all fell short. Exactly. So, mean, yeah. yes, that's when we you said um, the, the heavier word would be uh, repentance because we don't really hold on to that I think we need one. to talk about about that word more yeah in so go what, ahead yeah that. no yeah and yeah. It, actually what it means because once you recognize something there's a you have an option to do something and repentance i don't think is lived out as much because the actual value and definition of repentance is to recognize um to then say no more or to surrender that thing away and then to actually turn away and op- turn your back to and walk the other direction so it's a complete 180 I'm traveling down this road 
this is not the road for me. It does not produce anything good. It's messy. It's broken and say, I am no longer. And so to actually turn away from and walk the other direction, which would be the opposite, which is to health, to newness, to the things that we know we ought in, in uh, to use C.S. Lewis's words, the things yeah. we ought to do mm-hmm. and that we know we ought to do, but yet we choose not to, which yeah. is what led us to that place in the first place. So repentance is all about action. Otherwise, it's the word means nothing. Yes. The action part yeah. is what scares us. Yeah. It's easy to to call whatever out. It's, we evaluate. We are a culture that is excellent at evaluations and unsolicited opinions, which is just evaluating. But when you try to solicit some feedback, it's like... <laughs> right, right. No, it's... Uh, yeah, I agree. And that's, that was my take on it, too, is I think a good understanding or a proper understanding of repentance raises the bar on both mess and sin. I think it raises the bar on whatever it is because... It raises the bar on our on our condition of okay. This is the to even go into what we talked about in the last series. We're we're called out of something. We're called from something to something. We're not just called to stop being a mess. We're not just called to 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 walk out of this stuff. We're called to walk into something, and that's where repentance is right there. That is that fulcrum point of you're you're turning right there from the mess to the. You know, out of darkness into marvelous light. We're out of sin into freedom and 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 purity and righteousness or whatever it is. Right. And that's where it raises the bar on both sides of what you're going to walk into in the repentance and how important that that action that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Faith always exercises itself in action. I think yeah. Kayla said that in her message. I can't remember. I heard it this morning. I've only listened to one podcast, so. <laughs> It well, had to be her. Those, those are some of the actionable steps that we're going to talk about because the process is now what's important, and that's how we ended this last Sunday, which mm-hmm. was now that you've recognized where we all sit, which is a level playing field, um, now you need to move. You don't just mm-hmm. continue to sit with being like, yeah, yeah, no, I know I'm not good enough. Yeah, I know. I can't do this. I mean, that's child talk. Let's talk about child faith. And I'm not talking about childlike faith. I'm talking about like adolescent faith, which is just like, no, I get it. I understand it. And now I just don't like it. You know, that's like a kid trying to learn how to read and it gets difficult. Yeah. And, and then they're like, but I can't read and Mm. I'm not going to, and just recognizing it. So, but I'm not perfect. So I'm just going to sit here in that rather than doing the hard work of growing and changing and moving and becoming a different type of person. Yeah. That is the key. And that's actually what we all need. That's what we're trying to call out of each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, even um, culturally, what we're investing into and what we're growing in ourselves and becoming. Um, and we've discussed that in brief other ways of looking at the things that we're doing. What is it actually producing? Mm-hmm. And, um, the the excitement in that and also the fear in that when we actually sit back and evaluate it's that formation conversation yeah yeah absolutely yeah so yeah it's um that's that's the call of jesus like that's that's why we talk about it this isn't just that is the call of jesus but we we miss a lot of times i think the call of jesus just in the comfortable grace lovey-dovey yes and yeah, we last week, if you didn't listen to that, I mean, we talked about some of that stuff of the, yeah, I'm your friend. Like you opened today, like, yeah, no, Jesus is your friend. He was a friend of sinners. Yeah. And he said, I'm your friend. But he yeah. also said, go and do no more. Yeah. Go and sin no more. Go and leave yeah. this behind, which it we'll get to in the series. It always went yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which and is yeah, I agree. But it, it's it's the the formation. The process we just want to sit though. What the call is. But that's where we'll just oftentimes just sit. No, I like coming to. Um, I, I like coming you to church what? on the I weekend. I do need a Jesus. I am a broken person. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, which is great. It's a great starting point. Yeah. And we're like, no, I'll come to church. It'll be great. Fill me up. I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with the friendly part. Don't say anything too harsh. Don't ask me to get into a community group. Don't ask me to actually read the word. Don't ask me to like go and serve another person or love someone else as God has loved me. Don't ask me to forgive somebody. Like, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask me to give sacrificially. Mm of my time or my hard work finances, right? I'm just going to stick with friendly Jesus, right? And but, that's what you've been but using. But that's that next piece that we've got yeah. to understand. You've been using the language recently, which I love, with uh, the way, not calling it just Christianity, not calling them Christians in the in the New Testament because they never really were other than like a few times, but they were the way, which implies a journey. It implies movement. It it talks about going this way. Yeah, somebody came up this weekend and said, "I know what our new church should church shirts oh, should, should be the way." <laughs> There's a lot of branding around that already. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, that's that's what it is. And and if I'm being honest with you, if, even as we just close it in my own personal life, that's when I've been annoyed with my own Christian walk or why there's been times where I've wanted to walk away from the church when, and I did many times uh, or when I wasn't growing is when this faith was presented as um, coming and being without movement. Like the, the faith needs but you the action. Need that. There's a time. There that is you a need time that. for that. And that's the adolescent part. Yeah. You need to know that you're safe that you're loved, that you're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's the whole sinners are welcome, friend of sinners, mm-hmm. that you're not condemned. No one's going to beat you down. But it's that whole like, but you shouldn't stay that way. Yeah, Come as you are and leave as you want to be. Totally. With a, a plan and actionable thing. I mean, that we, and again, it, <laughs> we just mentioned it earlier. I keep saying that. We just talked about this earlier. I'm going to stop with that talk. <laughs> That's the new tick I have, I think, right now. Actually, the new tick is right. Yeah. yeah. I was watching it all. <laughs> oh, Sunday. man. I hated it. My wife even told me about it. And I oh, was like, did she? That? Oh, yeah. Oh. She told me that a couple of weeks ago. She oh, was like, so Are you when I said affirmation it last week. a lot? Yeah. Um, no, no. You're poking at something in me. I'm like, right, right, right. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, what was I just talking about? I just totally <laughs> lost my thought. Oh, man. What was I just talking about? Uh, um, 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 it's necessary to have, uh, you know, a place where you can come. But yeah, yeah that, that's the yeah, yeah. And we just that's, talked about it. Yeah. But. That's the the oh yeah. If you're if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, get busy living, get busy dying. Yeah, that's actually what it goes back around. That should to. be your next sermon: get busy living or get busy dying. And We're we'll all, just show yeah. Shawshank. Let's go. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't show that. No, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that's like. That's like showing the green mile. Yeah. Come but. on, Tom Hanks. <laughs> but we're excited to cry when we watch him play Mr. Rogers. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. I'm I excited. Heard, I heard some people that previewed it. They said, bring the Kleenex box. Really? Uh-huh. I believe that. When are they going to make the movie about uh, Bob Ross, you know? Let's stop making him a joke and acknowledge what he did for the world. I forgot how much you loved Bob Ross. I love Bob Ross. I know. You, you know, have like, I watched... You have Bob Ross puzzles and Bob Ross mugs. I got a board game. I got some t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we're ending this the way we started it. Yeah. 
So I watched a little short 10 to 15 minute documentary on YouTube about where did all the Bob Ross paintings go? And you, cause you can't buy Bob Ross paintings. Really? Cause he never, he would never well, sell wait, them. Wait, that was from a... <laughs> Coming Who? from uh, John White. <laughs> John John. John White in Fairfield, where California. Where are all of the Bob Ross paintings? Well, I'm and glad you asked that. Happy little trees. I'm glad you asked that, like John. Happy, John, happy little tree right here. Little happy, little happy mountain. But basically, there is a giant warehouse wherever he uh, his thing was, and people work there, like his daughter or whatever works there, and it holds all of his paintings and boxes. Every time he'd paint on the show, he painted three paintings of the same thing. Of the same thing. Yeah. One was to practice before. One was on the show. And then the third was for the woman who gave him the job. And every single time he'd paint the third painting for her and give it to her. Really? Her and her husband, yeah. They wow. were like best friends. So he so he painted three paintings. So there are three of every one of those TV show paintings out there That's amazing. in this warehouse that they're just like, yeah, we're not going to sell them, though. That's good for them. Yeah, well, I guess... It's gonna be the um the you know the what the, is it the, the three thousands it's gonna be like the Indiana Jones the 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 search of the Bob Ross. I was babies. thinking it's gonna be like what is the thing where you buy the storage unit? Oh gonna, yeah, storage wars. We don't know what's gonna be in we there. We don't know. There's, there's just like, a bunch of boxes. Like we got it for one hundred and seventeen dollars. There are three thousand Bob Ross paintings, <laughs> but only a thousand different ones. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey man, good conversation. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for taking the time to go deeper with for, us. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, thanks for the feedback. And a lot of it was truly encouraging and um, yeah. you know, worth worth the time. Yeah, we know that there's other things you could be doing, and we know there's other things we could be doing. But we we're, like doing but this we're together. Doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new line. Yeah. That'll be our new tagline. We like that you're doing what we like to do. That'll be our sign off. We know there's other things you could be doing. We know there's other things we could be doing, but we're doing it together. And there you go. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. See you. <laughs>